It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it is time for another NFL in London podcast, uh, episode 252, 252. What? Oh Crazy. goodness. Ryan Cole is back from Satan. Then. Yes, we are. We will crack of the season. Uh, you're back from Satan's ball sack, uh, the heat yeah. in Southern Europe. Oh, it was very nice. It was uh, actually, it wasn't too bad, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, it was a bit hot, but I was able to, to weather the storm, as they say. Oh, it was great. Throwing I had a, a little pun in now, there. And then I literally arrived back on training camp day. I just like taking my little break before football starts up full time. Now I'm now I'm getting into shape. I'm stretching. It's I'm yeah, it's, it. it's our shape. own it's our own training camp. And, we, and now you can start feeling it, can we? We can start feeling. The hope. I think the hope. yeah, a couple of weeks ago, it's like hey, is the NFL coming? You're like I don't know. I know it's coming. It just feels so long away. Now we're starting to see some shuffles. We're starting to see some contracts. We're starting to yeah, see injuries too. We got our first game next week too for the Hall of Fame game, isn't Cleveland Browns and uh, Jets? Is that the one? Is it? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Um, I wonder if we'll see we'll see Rogers' little action first game. Probably not. Well, you, I, I think he'll probably go for a couple plays. You would think so. Um, but also, you know, you you also have to look at uh, you know the Jets, and we'll we'll get into um, Sean Payton firing his mouth off. There's a lot of people who really want to play the to play the Broncos, <laughs> including the Jets. <laughs> Um, Sean Payton, yeah, no, Sean Payton just went, just someone just gave him like a, just a couple of shots at the bar, getting him loose. Yeah, he went he all, just he let, went he all just John Gruden. Yeah, I'm going to talk some crap. Uh, you give that guy a Netflix movie and uh, he goes all to his head. Let's uh, talk injuries, big injuries. Uh, we, we had Joe yeah. Burrow uh, with a calf injury. He's out for several weeks. It's, you know, obviously it's not as bad as it could have been, but the first day of camp, there's like three guys go down. Um, yeah, well, again, calf injury is one of those ones that you, you can't, it can just come back all the hmm. time. So you, know, you just got to shut him down, basically. And again, like, might be rusty at the beginning of the year, but he'll be fine. It's not worth, uh, I think when people saw the videos, everyone was like, oh shit, is that his Achilles? Yeah, that's the first thing I saw because it was like non-contact. He just pulls up, and you're like, "Oh God!" Cincinnati fans must have just been shitting. Oh gosh, yeah. There's the season. It's over. Yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, I think this is this is just everyone's worry in training camp. You just kind of like I feel like lucky that in the years I haven't had many. I mean, my team hasn't had many massive training camp injuries. Had a lot of in-season injuries. Sure. But training camp injuries are just demoralizing, especially when it's one of your best players, if not your best player. Or if even like you look at that uh, Trey Turner, who was a guard uh, New Orleans. You know, he's had four Hall of Fame years uh, injured on first day and he's out. He, he's done. Yeah. Um, and you sort of feel bad, you know, because you know, they bring this guy in on a, on a on a one year deal to try to help out the team. And, and uh, first day, I you know, a lot of times you, you wonder the first day, are they not? prepared enough or is it just that sometimes you just there's too much contact i don't know like yeah like you had the uh the ramsey one mm-hmm. which seems like it was a they got mixed up with um with tyree kill and now yeah. he's out till december and just they don't that, even know like that could even be the year because a lot of times they don't know until they get the meniscus in too which is like, uh, von, von, a little jewish von muscle miller. apparently yeah <laughs> when von miller uh when von miller got injured last year everyone was like oh he'll be back in a couple weeks and then they went in they're like nope torn acl yeah. so you don't really know until they get in there well so yeah and that's sick. it and i mean that's being conservative you're saying well you know torn meniscus which is serious and in, in the rehab and that is painful um until december so you know you gotta hope and then that's that's when you can maybe start practice like he's probably gonna practice but still you're not gonna be full you know and yeah, I, think, right? I think this is what you know from what his his team is sort of saying his camp um this is you know the betterment for him in the long-term future 
which you know, sure, it's got to get done, I guess. But um, but again, he's he's getting up there right now. Yeah. And, and Joe Ramsey, as good as he is, you know, he he hasn't been as dominant in the last. And then coming off a knee injury, you don't know what that's going to be like. And mm-hmm. Miami sent a lot of you know they're paying a lot of money for this guy. He was supposed to like him and Xavier Howard. They're supposed to be that one-two lockdown corners, and it is a massive blow for them because I think Miami, especially when you know in that division with you know Garrett Wilson and Stephon Diggs, now you've lost that number one guy, or at least even if it was number two guy, to, mm-hmm. to really just be able to shut them down. Now I think Miami's going to find a tough. I think this is a bigger loss than people are saying. Like yes, they do have Fangio and they can make, but to lose your number one corner. Is you know when we lost Tre'Davious White, it showed in when oh, Tyree yeah. Kill was in the playoffs in that um, you know 13 second game, and he just yeah. every time he caught the ball, he was gone because yeah. we had you know Levi Wallace covering him as our number one. So like I think Miami's again their whole season is all predicated on how good Tua is, but and their defense, Jalen Ramsey was a massive part of it, and I, I think that's if not the biggest lot, that's going to be a one that lasts the whole thing. It's gonna. We'll see how they recover, but again, it's going to be real tough for them, I think. Now. Yeah, and you know they they played a lot of shootout football last year. You know where it was Tua putting up a lot of points, and then their defense getting dumped a lot of points. And so you sort of look at it and go, okay, they're trying to stop the bleed. And I know that they were; he was only one guy. Um, but Miami did have a lot of points scored on him, and, and that was that back and forth. It's like, okay, well, we can come back on Miami losing a guy like this if his caliber. Yeah, it is going to be tough because there's only so much money to be spread around a team, as we know. And Miami has been spreading a lot of money. And you wonder if this defense, you know, which was is, is good last year, is going to be as good this year, particularly in a division like the you AFC know, East. They do have a really strong front seven. Actually, they had a really strong defense altogether. Like their front seven is really good. The front seven uh, was good, but their secondary, they were getting scored on. The secondary was, was had its moments. But again, you had Xavier Howard, who, who was an all pro, but he's kind of. The last couple of years, even like a lot of people is distracted. He's even saying like, fuck him in, in the offseason being yeah. like, uh, but he's again, a guy that hasn't been as dominant, but as a, as a number two with Jalen Ramsey as a number one, that was a solid cornerback room. And and to lose one of those, I, I'm again, I think Miami is one of the more fascinating teams of the whole season this year. Uh, so I, I just wonder how this is going to affect them, especially, I guess who, I'd, I'd be interested to see if they play in their first game with, if if it shows like uh oh this is going to be some work. Well, you know, you, you wonder a lot of teams we see that going into week 5 sometimes that some teams are like were you even ready? Right? Did you guys, <laughs> yeah. did you guys even get ready for the season? Yeah. Oh, you and feel now, like the way a bit about Vegas last year. Um we're well, also having it is that problems. it is it is that time of year where they, you know, the every team's Twitter account cherry picks one play and they're like this is why this we is got it. Him. We've then, got it. And then the, the first game the guy like 10 carries for 12 yards. It's just like, or just again, the, the off season, the, the hype trains are, are all off the tracks right now. No, um, I, I, I know it's, and uh, it's hilarious to see, like you've been watching like some of the Bijan, uh, Bijan clips. Everyone, just, even the everyone's got a great, every, and here's and the they, thing too. Yeah. With Bijan. And I just want to tap on this because every fantasy guy, I'm there. T- got him in the top five. I'm like, the guy's yeah. played in the NFL yet. He hasn't even played yet. Um, there hasn't been a rookie getting this type of top five. Maybe maybe Saquon did when it was his first year because he had sure. a good year. He had a good I'm year's sure first one, but his second not so good. But well, I yeah, mean, realistically, you're gonna are you like if I'm if I'm picking in a draft and I got a choice between Derrick Henry and Bijan, I am taking Derrick Henry 
You know, I don't care who injured he is. If he gets injured four games, he's still a beast in those other. Maybe ones. I guess I don't know. I think you're gonna see that in fantasy. You're gonna see a lot of itchy fingers coming around, but mm-hmm. Bijan. So you almost want to be if you're gonna be at the top of the draft, someone's gonna go reach for him, and you're gonna have a nice little someone fall into your lap really nicely. I think yeah, if you can sit like right in that middle section of the fantasy draft this year, like six, sure. six, seven. That I is think a sweet spot. A really I think first, spot. yeah. I mean, and it's like it's one of those things in a, in a good you know, fantasy draft, you might be able to grab them and trade them. However, in ours, uh, every trade is looked at suspiciously. You try to screw me, man. It's, it's, well, nobody even makes trades anymore. Nobody does. Everyone's afraid, everyone's everyone's afraid, afraid of getting everyone's... screwed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like they have no confidence in themselves. They're like, is everyone going to make fun of me if I do this trade? I have confidence in myself, but nobody takes my damn trades. So whatever. Yeah, no, me neither. I should just stop giving. You give up after a while. You're just like, what's the point of even offering? You become a Cowboys fan. Um, yeah. Uh, well, what we you know we have bemoaned the whole running back situation, and and you know we're starting to see that Saquon was going to hold out. Um, you know I think he wanted like twenty three mil. Um, ends up getting you know eleven. Um, you know with some twelve, I think. Yeah, it was twelve with the incentives. Yeah. He's got to get like thirteen hundred and fifty yards. He's got to get uh, eleven touchdowns. Yeah, he's twenty six years. That's all doable. It's it could be doable, you know, without injury, and and you know if you've got your team helping. Uh, I don't, but it is, you know, because you know, as we're saying, uh, Jim Ursay, uh, drinking Jim, uh, was able to throw running backs under the bus, including Jonathan Taylor. Um, yeah. Um, and Jonathan Taylor, you know, like basically, you, you look at it. This is last year. Like they're just basically gonna. You know, oh, there you go. See ya. Uh, who's what's a running well, back? Well, he did have it. Yeah, listen, he had that great year two years ago. Last sure. year, really struggled, got injured. Um, but yeah, we also you had Matt see, Ryan. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. You also see, um, it's kind of like the running backs are now like the 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 Hollywood writers. Yeah, right? they're just like completely undervalued. They're like, ah, no one needs to pay them. Yeah, we don't AI need them will anymore. Do it. Yeah, like, and it's so fun. Like, it's hilarious. You're gonna see way more um, athletes just saying, "I'm not gonna be a running back." Right? There's no yeah. money in it. There's yeah. absolutely unless you're like transcendent talents like a Bijan, and we haven't even seen him yet, like you said. Sure. But I think, yeah, I think it's it's weird because the running back used to be the most important position. Now it's growing up. It was like if you had a beast of a running back, that was like the best thing that could happen to your team, yeah. pretty much. And now you're getting like like Cole Komet got a bigger contract than Saquon. As he should. Now, now, if you <laughs> no. ask me who I'd rather have on my team, oh, God. Yeah. or Saquon, like, it's silly. Like, that's what I mean. So all these people being like, yes, there's all the stats of, like, you don't need a number one um, running back to, to win the Super Bowl. But you know what all those teams had? Tom Brady, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Like, that is the kind of the more it's more, hey, that quarterback is amazing, more yeah. so than you don't need a running back because – all you hear about in the playoffs and and in the cold weather and in the December is you got to be able to run it and pound it and beat them yeah. and tire them out. And now people are like, oh, but look at the Super Bowl. But it's like, yeah, but you need it. Unless you have Patrick Mahomes, you need a complimentary running back if you're going to be competitive. Yeah, definitely. And, and I so mean, you wonder, and it would be smart. If there's going to be one team who's going to flip the switch and they're going to grab like three top running backs and just run the crap out of it. And no one's going to be able to stop them. And they're going to go, oh, my God, we need three running backs like that. Because there's going to get to a point where if you can grab three of them, you know, for $20 million or grab three of them for $25 yeah, right? million, mm-hmm. and you get three beasts that just pound. And you can just alternate it. Yeah. 
it's just relentless. It's just, just relentless. They, like a yeah, like a Derrick Henry and a and a Dalvin Cook on the same team. They're just hitting you, just like oh my god, how do we stop them? Like averaging six seven yards a play. You you're gonna go okay. This is the change. But again, it's you know we look at all those salaries being spent on quarterbacks and and defensive backs and everything like that. We we will do talk it. About- do it in fa- do it in fantasy. Just draft six straight running backs then. Mm. <laughs> in one of my just, leagues, I might. I'm just gonna hold all the running backs and not trade them and just be. Just be the- it's called the monopoly. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, so the- you undervalue. I overvalue them, so I'm taking. Them well, all. I mean, I I've had I, in one of my fantasies last year. I had quite a few. Uh, running backs, but they all, you know, when you start watching the injuries happen, you're like, oh, good thing I got four running backs. And it's like, oh, yeah. okay, I've got two running backs. And it's like, crap, I'm down to one. And <laughs> being it down to one, Dalvin Cook, uh, we all know, is a, a little pricey uh, for the cheap as Vikings. Um, so now it looks like he's all, let's go to New York. And New York's making Aaron Rodgers did a very Aaron, unvery Aaron Rodgers thing. He uh, did a Tom Brady thing where he helped move his contract around to make more money for other players. This doesn't sound like him. Was he on the ayahuasca? Nah. Yeah, I know, right? I guess he had a vision uh, when Could he be. went to his, his darkness retreat, his darkness yeah. retreat, where they just stole money from him. Um, mm. Listen, I find it hard to believe that he just, out of the goodness of his heart, gave up thirty-five million. I think there's some. Listen, there's going to be a briefcase full of cash dumped to you every couple months. This feels very like Bobby Bonilla. You're going to get paid a million dollars for fifty years. Zach Wilson's so, mom has something again, to do with it. I again, it's great that he's doing this. Um, it's not great that he's doing this now after all the free agents have been signed. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's like great. That's great. Go sign who? Ezekiel Elliott? I guess you can get Dalvin Cook. Well, but Dalvin Cook, like, I mean, yeah. But the fact that, like, if you look at Dalvin Cook, the fact that nobody's even really going for him, like, like we saw what happened with DeAndre Hopkins, where he was yeah. just like, oh, I want I want the ring, I want the ring. But now it's, he clearly just wanted the money because DeAndre Hopkins went to, went to Tennessee. And so it's like, I think Dalvin Cook's, again, I think he probably is going to sign the Duke, but I don't think there's a bigger Martin, because I think there's a lot of people who think his best days are behind him. Because um, he's I, been a bit injured. Sure. Uh, so I, I just be, I would wonder, I think now that, that, you know, they have a little bit of the money with Brees Hall kind of still coming back after a torn ACL, the running backs are never great the first yeah. year after, except Adrian Peterson. He was like the yeah. absolute only one I've ever seen do it. So to get someone like that, listen, it'd be a good signing, but to me, it's I don't think it really moves the needle that much. Oh, well, I think ju- it definitely does. Ju- I I think it does because it takes the pressure off of Rodgers. I mean, you know, that's the whole thing. When you have it's Kirk Cousins, you know, and Dalvin Cook, eh, I think, you know, he, he made he made Kirk Cousins look pretty good, you know, because the team was winning. He is the definitive, I, to me, a great definitive running back, and I still think he's got some zest in him. Yeah, the Jets, okay. I think if the Jets get him, that is putting them over the edge. And I think he knows it because, you know, it's one thing to have Aaron Rodgers, and we know he's very good at slinging the ball. He's good at getting rid of it. And, and, and I, you know, is a Bears fan. Uh, I, I know he's going to own some teams in the AFC East. He's done with ours. No, he's not going to own anyone in the AFC East. They may own the Patriots. Maybe but the, the Patriots. Patriots the, but the Jets haven't beat the Patriots in 15 years. Yeah, so, well, uh, could it's be something like that. Some, I, some I just think it like makes that. them, you know, it was always the Jets thing. And, you know, we got a few friends that are Jets fans. They always seem to be just missing, right? Like a couple of years ago, it was just a quarterback. Like you had everything but a quarterback. <laughs> and now. I think. 
their biggest problem is offensive line. It's not really running back. I don't think. I think the Jets have a lot of a lot of ifs, like potentially if like what they have no depth of their offensive line. So you don't have a great strong offensive line to begin with. Is that going to make your running game that much better? So. Uh, I think, again, I think it's a good signing. Why not? The more weapons you give Rodgers, the better. Um, but, again, I think if – it just to me, it just doesn't feel like – that's great. Dalvin Cook, no one's like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Dalvin Cook's coming. Maybe yeah. a few years ago, but he's, sure. running, he's turning – you know, he's running backs just fall off. Like, you got Ezekiel Elliott. He's like 27. He can't move. He still wants <laughs> like, to be fed, by it, the way. But that's what I mean. But these guys just kind of like there's certain ones that and the fact that there's been no real market for him doesn't mm-hmm. really give me like, wow, this confidence that it feels like the, it's the Jets and no one else because DeAndre Hopkins is the same. He just had yeah. Tennessee and the Patriots, really. No one else. Really, the Bills are like, we'll give you vet minimum. Mm-hmm. So, again, I, I maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just because I'm a, a Bills fan. So I just don't believe anything. a little bit of bias. It's going to gonna make any difference. But um, I am still worried about this team. I think they're a lot better yeah. team, but I'm not gonna. But I'm not of the Aaron Rodgers is going to be his MVP form. Uh, I still think I need to see it after last year, and it's great. You can show me a couple of clips in practice. That means nothing. Yeah. Let's no. see when the pressure comes and until week five. The New York, I mean, yeah, exactly. And the New York media comes at him. And well, that's the thing, and that's chippy. that's the hardest thing. And I think a lot of people underestimate that the New York media, as you say. They're relentless. If you're in the post, like, look what they did to poor Zach Wilson. The good thing is Aaron Rodgers can handle it. I mean, I think because he's well, older, he's got that Broadway he's Joe. Bit, he's a bit, he got a pretty free, easy ride in Green Bay. I of think, course he did. But I think now no one... there's going to be pressure on him, but there will be, you know, the eye on him. Who's he dating? What's he doing? Where's he at? Is he taking space cakes in Washington Square? Whatever. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, I think they can make it happen because if, if they reschedule Aaron Rodgers for, you know, obviously two years. He's saying he's going to stay for two years. I think Cook probably wants an, I think they all wanted a neighborhood of 20 million a year, but they're all going to settle for 10. If they give him 17 and a half over two years, he'll probably take it. Um, who knows? The other one is Josh Jacobs, who's basically saying, yeah, I'm not going to play. He's like, um, he's like I'm out. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Uh, and uh, look, again, if I had Josh Jacobs and Dalvin Cook at a team, uh, look, I'm just saying, you could spend a lot of money in a quarter. They could get a team like Houston, just get like five running backs. And just, you're just like, why do they keep running the ball? Um, you wouldn't stop them. Josh Jacobs, uh, I think he wants, I mean, he wants over 12 a year, but I think his franchise tag is 10.1 or something like that. Um you know, and then you got Devontae Adams also is talking. He wants to go, but there's no way he can leave. Like, there's no way. People are like, oh, I he's going to yeah, go to the Jets. There's well, impo- they're talking. Yeah, they're talking like that. I just don't see it. It's impo- think- with his one year contract. There's no way. There's no well, way. It's uh, well, he's got a big contract. And I think the the dead cap would just kill the Raiders. It would kill, kill. Yeah, it would. It would kill anyone. And and there's no way. You know, he can talk. I want to go play with Aaron Rodgers again. Screw Derek Carr. I'm not going to New Orleans. You know, that was his whole plan. The Raiders are going to put it together. And now it's like, whoa. So, ah, Jacobs, you know, how does Vegas deal with this? Because Vegas is, um, it's like an open sore, like uh, as a team, it seems. Yeah, they, well, again, they, well, they got, listen, the one thing that's always funny about Jimmy G is he somehow always wins when he, wherever he goes. So he's with Josh McDaniel. Again, he's I don't So see, goddamn gorgeous. That's why. But the fact is that they don't have Josh Jacobs, the running back. I just think it's going to be a tough, in that division is going to be tough. Um, you know, luckily he was spared the, um, 
the roasting from Sean Payton yes. uh, in his division, which is always nice, uh, which is what you want. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just think the Raiders without Josh Jacobs, it's like, man, I th- if you're a Raiders fan, you just got to feel like, listen, we just got to tank. We got to suck this year. There's some good quarterbacks in the draft. Um, and let's get Las Vegas like a true like a, a true superstar quarterback. Like Jimmy G is fine because he's handsome, but yeah. <laughs> I think if he you gets hurt. That. Oh my God. Um, I think you want that true superstar. A few years ago, man, they were, they were a playoff contender with Derek Carr. I mean, they, he was the come from behind kid. Um, They had the running game. The only thing was missing was the defense. And and now you just watch them spend it and, and ruin it all down the toilet. Uh, and then getting Devontae Adams, you're like, is that where he goes to die? Because like, you know, well, I, that's the thing you do. Like, maybe I see you trade him in the offseason, but he definitely has some value. Like, it feels very like Randy Moss, where he's just going to sit there and just kind of go away for a year because he's not going to. But then again, he's still Devontae Adams. Yeah. And he's still probably going to be able to play. So, um, you know, we're talking about obviously the quarterback situation. We we're talking about it. Um, the big one, obviously, is, is Justin Herbert. Herbert. Uh, Herbert uh, signing the biggest contract in history, five years, 262.5 million uh, takes him until uh, 2029 uh, in the three seasons that he's been there. He's got a 25 and 25 record, but he's also um, led. I think he's got the most playoff. They've had 11 playoff wins since 1970. I think Patrick Mahomes has had that, but I think the old thing is his, he's one of the best passes. I think it's only behind Dan Marino and how long he's been in the league and how many touchdowns and the most passing yards. Um, yeah. I mean, Herbert is, uh, is great. It just, they hasn't had the team around him. Well, yeah. Like again, it's crazy. Like highest paid player in NFL history hasn't won a playoff game. Mm-hmm. Just like, this is just like the, this is why running backs are being like, what the fuck do I got to do? Like yeah. this guy getting one of playoff games, getting 50 million. Year. But, and but he's also crazy. he's also leading their team. I mean, there's so many times you're like, he's got no offensive line. That these guys getting injured, and he is slinging it and putting it together. Uh, I mean, the poor man's burrow in a way. Well, yeah. Um, again, so I think this is like a big year now. He's going to get the money, but these contracts are getting it. It makes teams like the Chiefs and what the Bills did a couple years ago, giving Allen and Mahomes that contract early because they're now like the eighth and ninth highest paid quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL and their contracts like Josh Allen's just started this year. So he's not going to rip it up. Yeah. He literally just started it. So if doing the contract early, looks like a really smart move uh, for those two teams, because in a couple of years, that's going to be a bargain when they're like the 17th highest paid quarterback yeah. in the league getting guys like who aren't even half their skill, getting more money than them. So in the end, it, it was it was very smart to get it wrapped up early, and I think that's what teams are doing now. They're just like, why wait? It's just going to make it harder. But again, I guess the other thing is, too, you spend a lot of money, and if it turns out to be a tank fest, it's like, you know, you spend all this money, and what if it turns out to be like Amazon's rings of power? It's like, oh, my God, you just wasted all this money on this crap. Yeah, every, and, everyone hates it. Yeah, and so you sort of wonder, like... uh you know, th- those are the kind of bad spending decisions that I think are come to light um, that you invested all this money. It's like, oh, crap, we invested so poorly. You know, yeah. there's going to be there's going to be a lot of pressure on, on different teams. I mean, you know, obviously, Sean Payton, we've talked about and we'll, we'll mention him again um, because he has just been opening his mouth like a garbage <laughs> trap. Um, well, yeah, he's getting pretty he's cocky getting... for a guy who's one ring. Um, well, so it's like, well, he's he, saying it's almost like he's just been. 
yeah. gifted this like legendary status. That's not one ring. It's like so a lot of coaches have one ring. So he's, he's kept away from the game for a couple of years ago. And and now if he doesn't turn Russell Wilson around, like yeah. he's gonna look like uh, he's gonna look like a jackass. Oh, totally. I mean, he he accused obviously the you know the the Broncos having the worst coaching team in the history of the NFL. I mean, who goes out and says that? I mean, it wasn't that. He's not that wrong. Well, to be honest. Yeah, look, uh, but look, come on. That was a one-season affair. I mean, there was some bent. Well, some now he's and the thin acid. Now he's got Aaron Rodgers to play with. So, um, again. so and that's also but, the same thing, too. It's He also has slammed the Jets as well. They're playing each other in week five. So you can imagine yeah. that's going to be a that's going to be all over the I would never. If over. someone said to me, do you want to watch the Jets Broncos? I'd be like, yeah, I'll be on the toilet. Um, this one now you might watch it. I from the toilet still, but yeah, (laughs) um, you know it's excitement of it all. Um, the other one, you know, you start looking at it too. Uh, is the Forty Niners because George Kittle had mentioned he's like, look, uh, we know our windows closing. We we know we got to act quickly. The depth chart. Uh, Trey Lance is like falling to third. You know, this is a guy that they're like, he's our man. I I think Sam Darnold is going to grab. I, this is what I'm saying. I think Sam Darnold is going to grab this team. Yeah, I think so too. I, I I'm not 100% still sold on Brock Purdy. I got to see it more. But right now he's number one in camp. So again, let's see if he can come out. I, I think San Francisco is the most interesting uh, training camp in all of football. Yeah, because that's the only one with a true. It feels like with a true quarterback competition, mm-hmm. uh, and the fact that all three have a shot and. Seeing that Trey Lance, like if Trey Lance, you should probably, if he ends up being third, you got to trade him while he has some value. Yeah. To some team. Like you might be able to, you might be able to get a second for him. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. Um, I think he got a second for Josh Rosen years ago or something like that. So, yeah, you know, who knows? <laughs> like halfway through the season, there could be a team like uh, in Arizona or someone like that is like, yeah, we'll take him. Or, you know, uh, someone who's someone who back is, Yeah. Or even someone who, yeah, again, lots of times, like even someone like Zach Wilson, what's going to happen with him well, in a year? Is he just going to stay and they're going to just wait till Rodgers is done and then give it back to him? Like, again, we don't really know. Is that what San Francisco, San Francisco doesn't have that liability because Brock Purdy's younger than Trey Lance. So. Yeah, Zach Wilson will disappear off and he'll probably be a college football announcer at some point. I'm, probably, like Tebow. It's... Uh... Yeah, I mean, with a lot of these quarterbacks, it, it just it's yeah, you wonder how that sort of depth chart is going to work out because it is such a competitive and the 49ers. I mean, like how long can that D last? You know, you're good D for a while, but eventually, you know, you that's a lot of money. You you got to make something happen um, with it. So, uh, man, I don't know. Um, the one thing, if you if you noticed uh, Shady McCoy, um, I don't know, LaShawn McCoy, he was on a podcast and he was saying about one of his biggest regrets in his career. Do you know what it is? Um, ruining the end of Endgame. Yes, it is. He ruined the end of Endgame. <laughs> and he said he lost the commercial as a result of it. He like, had an occur- and they're like, it was like a car commercial. And they're like, that's the guy. And he, if you actually read, it's like R.E.P. Tony, T-O-N-E-Y Stark. Like, seriously, if he's your man, you should know that it's not Tony, 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 right? It's it's Tony. Uh, I don't know how many Tonys you spell. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, that was his big uh, big regret. Was it? Was that the actual answer? Was it was the answer. answer. His big regret was giving away Endgame, and he said that apparently in the podcast he probably he, took more shit from that. Oh, he than did. Any, so many people fumble, hated him. Any and like, fumble or anything? And, and it was a dick move. It was a, was a dick move. move. Yeah. It was a dick move. And he knew what he was doing. 
Yeah. He knew what he was doing. I, I mean, I, maybe I was, he just did it. Yeah, maybe he just did it in the the the, the throes of excitement. But still, it's, it's you it's still different. know you still know like when you're going to a premiere and you're going before like ninety nine point nine percent of the rest of the population. It's like <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone Tony Stark dies. It's like really. So <laughs> I, I think yeah. the only other gaff or guffaw. Uh, larger than that was when Hunter Henry this week uh, was talking about the tight end room in New England, and he referred to Aaron uh, Hernandez as a legend. Um, yeah, <laughs> that is it. It is in some, I guess, in some ways, he might be. But yeah, um, folks, I think that's it. Um, we uh, implore you to check out Stephen A. Smith's uh, YouTube channel. Uh, he's getting a lot of trouble. He's saying just inappropriate. That was it. What what do you do now? He apparently called um, Kim Kardashian a prostitute and her mom a pimp. <laughs> He's just going <laughs> off. He's going. He's said NBA players like, he's like hey, you got to apologize. She's got kids. Down. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. ESPN's burning. Yeah, it's ESPN's just, burning down. So I'm going to take it with me. I'm going to go to YouTube and do his thing. Uh, but folks, the next uh, little bit. Uh, obviously, we're getting excited, right? In the next little bit, we'll be talking fantasy. We're doing some fantasy Ooh. reviews, and we're Ooh, also going to start looking at our picks uh, every year. Ryan and I look at uh, who we think is going to win. Uh, what well, we should do we we should do like uh, division by division uh, previews. We we'll just go through each division, step and by step. Do step by all step, this. all the teams, everything you need to know, uh, folks. We're here to talk because uh, we're bored and we miss you and we love you all. Yeah. Folks. The NFL season's back. Thanks a lot for listening.